All right, it is Wednesday, August 1st. Welcome back. So, uh, yeah, I've been giving my son a ride to my counselor, so we have counseling at the same time, so I haven't been alone in the car on Wednesdays. Um, and the other times I've been alone in the car have been in the morning where my mind doesn't work. So I am, um, I am on my way home from dropping my son off, and I've got about 15 minutes to record this podcast. So, hey, let's go. Um, things are going good in my Zobek campaign. Um, things are not going how I expected. Um, the pitch was, you need to find your own way. And I said, I guarantee you three adventures on an adventure board. So now what they're doing is looking only at these things. They're only doing these things for adventures. Someone wants to um, add stuff to their Warforge. They found some really cool stuff. Um, hidden compartment, blowtorch, integrated tinkerer's tools in their fingertips. Really cool stuff. And I said, you can't do that. You need to find somebody to do that for you. Oh, okay. No, you need to find somebody to do that for you. Oh, okay. So I got to figure out how to communicate to these guys better that you need to do this stuff on your own. You need to say to me today, this session, I would like to find a tinkerer to tinker with me. All right? So, and this is what I'm ready for, right? This is, like I keep telling them, I have a whole hex crawl around here, you know? It's very thin right now because you haven't used it. But once you go out and use it, you know, I cross off one of my five things and boom, I add five more. So eventually this this hex area around Zobek is going to be immense, right? It's gonna be full of crap. So um, that's not going as expected. Are we having fun? Yes, we're having an amazing time. Um, I am using, continuing to use random tables to build adventures. I really, really like it. Um, I moved on to the Tome of Adventure Design, something I have had for a while. It was also in a Humble Bundle uh, maybe a month ago that um, sparked my memory that I had it or whatever. So I've been going through there and using it. It's very detailed, very detailed. Also, I've been looking, uh, I just found that I had uh, Gary Gygax's World Building Guide. So I'm going to go through that and see what we got in there. I think I think I'll find some nuggets in there. I don't know how much I'll actually find in there. Um, I am straying away from the Dungeon Master's Guide because I'm starting to get repeats. I'm starting to see, you know, I, I, I mean, I get repeats when I roll straight, right? Because randomness. And uh, I'm using the, the online roller from D&D Beyond. Um, I think it's uh, D&D Toolbox or something like that. I'm not sure what it's called. Anyway. So um, I, I'm seeing repeats as I'm rolling, you know. Uh, so I'll, I'll obviously re-roll or work it in different, but um, the, the Tome of Adventure design is huge. It's immense. Like, I feel weird going through it in a PDF because it's so giant. Um, and there's a lot of skipping, you know, pages, and they're D1000 tables. So, like, repeats, when they happen, they're few and far between. Um so things are going good on that front. Um, I, I'm still having fun, right? I'm, uh, it's not the campaign that I thought I'd be running, but it's still a fun campaign. Um, I've got... Things are really solid right now. So I warned my uh, adventurers that, you know, make sure you're taking notes. Having one person taking notes is great, but everybody should be taking notes, okay? Because things are starting to get thick now. You know, I've got, I've got stuff, you know? I've got a lot of plot. Uh, or I've got a lot of plots, right? Not plot. I've got a lot of things going on. 
I've got a lot of these adventures that they haven't wrapped up that things have happened in. Either things have gone south or things have gotten better, you know? And maybe another adventuring party picked it up. Maybe no one did, and that person's dead now. And there now there's, you know, a gap in that, and someone's got to fill that vacuum, you know? So, um, there's, I, I'm working my way towards some really thick political uh, machinations. Um, also, I, I figured out a way to push them into the wilderness. I tossed them a treasure map this time. What, what's on the body? A treasure map. Good, right? So now they're going to have to figure out where that is, right? And they're going to, I think they're going to find a couple places, you know? I think they're going to be like, oh, maybe it's here. Oh, maybe it's here. Oh, maybe it's here. Um, my son's playing with me, so I don't get to talk to him as much, my 13-year-old, um, on the way. And, like, we have, you know, an hour and a half, roughly, of commute back and forth to these counseling appointments that I was talking D&D with him, you know? Uh, and now I have to rein that in a little bit. And I accidentally slipped out some of the map details. I was like, oh, you know, the last map I made was this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, oh, damn, I accidentally said ley lines and now maybe they're, he's going to bring that back. But I don't think he will because, you know, I wasn't specifically talking about the campaign. I was talking about map making. Um, he's trying to organize a game of kids his own age, which is proving rather difficult for him. He's 13, so his friends are... They have fun when they play D&D, but they don't remember they have fun when they play D&D, right? So uh, they get together and they're like, well, let's just play guns outside. Um, but once they sit down and start playing, they're like, oh, yeah, let's play more. So he's trying to get, uh, like, uh, he, he said he wanted a core group. And then, you know, if there's extra people, um, whatever, you know, that's good. But if they don't show up, then whatever. Um, he says his dad gave him this idea. Ha <laughs> ha. It's the way my campaign runs. Uh, it's also West Marches, right? It's very nearly West Marches. This is uh, what his dad was saying was when he and I played when we were younger, right? It's very small world, right? Anyway, um, that's how things worked. There are people who always showed up every single week. And then there were other people who drifted in and out. There are some people who came and played for two weeks and never showed up again. There are some people who showed up once a month. You know, but I always had an infinite. And uh, I never played levels, right? I didn't want everybody to be the same level. No one ever was the same level. I I was I was insane about experience points. I can't even imagine doing this now. I tracked hit points. I tracked who did the damage. I divided the hit points up or divided the damage or the experience points up by hit points of damage done. So if you were the cleric and you healed, you didn't get very much hit points. Or you didn't get very much experience points. Um, so I, I think that's the way it was back then. I don't know if everybody played that way. That's the way I played. Um, so maybe that's why healers aren't very popular, right? Um, also, it's hard and boring. So, hey, but I love my healers. I love my healers. I, uh, in Adventurers League, I've made nothing but healers, always healers. Um, in fact, uh, video games, healers are who I drift towards. I will start with DPS to learn the game, right? And then I'll try and do a tank, because tanks are fun, right? Pull the whole room. Let's get that stuff over here. Let's beat it down slowly. Well, they try and beat me down, and I laugh. Uh, but healers, that's what I go to, man. World of Warcraft. My, my oldest tune is a healer, and, you know, that's what I played until the end. Like, when I, when I stopped seriously playing... Then I, then I started messing around with DPS and tanks, you know, because I wasn't raiding or anything like that anymore. Uh, but I still had my healer, right? I still had my healer. Anyway, I got sidetracked there. 
So anyway, West Marches. My son's trying to put together a game like West Marches, only he's doing it more like I did it. Uh, we have a day of the week that we play. We, he's going to play on Saturdays, it sounds like. Saturdays is the day. We're playing this Saturday. Who's coming? All right, great. I've got an adventure. Let's go. Right? doesn't matter who else shows up. He's also going to try to recruit. He's a little scared of that because he's got the anxiety, right? Social anxiety. I get that too. A lot of people have it. It's just something we get over, right? I told him, you know, I, I just told him, carry your player's handbook with you. Don't even read it. Just set it on your lap. It doesn't matter. You know, get it out there so people can see that book, right? And they go, that's Dungeons and Dragons. I know what that is. I saw that on Critical Role, right? So then they're going to approach you, maybe, right? I mean, we're all, we've all got that social anxiety. Or they might give you that look that says, hey, I'm interested in you for some reason. So you got to go over to them and talk to them and say, hey, what's going on? And they say, oh, I see you have that book there. Dungeon Dragon, what's that all about? You, come to my house on Saturday, 10, 10 a.m. Be there and we'll play. I'll show you what it's all about, right? So this is, uh, you know, this is how I did it in high school, right? I just fell into people, right? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, what'd you do this weekend? We played Dungeons and Dragons. You played Dungeons and Dragons? I played Dungeons and Dragons. Let's play Dungeons and Dragons, right? Then you meet a whole other adventuring party and you mix those together and you mash them apart, right? Um... When I was in my 20s, we played like four or five times a week. We played with different people, different games, you know? There were like three of us that are always there, and then people would drift in and out. It's the same kind of thing, you know? You get that core gaming group, and that's all that matters, you know? Because you got enough people to play. you got enough people to play. Hell, I'm crazy. I'll play with one person if one person shows up. Um, but I, I was suggesting to my son Adventures League rules, right? Because these are these are commonly agreed upon things. These are the way that kind of the game was designed to play, right? I know, I know. There's a crazy AL apocalypse going on right now um, with uh, the, the changes, but changes always bring fear and uh, disgruntlement, and oh, you know, it's going to ruin my my character. Um, all these things I've written in pencil down, it's going to ruin them. Um, I don't play AL anymore. Uh, I, I don't have the time. Um, I don't have... I have too much other responsibility to have my Saturdays op that open. But when I played AL, I didn't play AL. I DM'd AL. So I really didn't care. Like, these things wouldn't have affected me anyway. Um, the only thing that really I see that, I, that would have affected my character is slow advancement. Do you get slow advancement? What's that about? It's awesome. I love it. Um... My plan was always just to make, you know, next time I played, I was going to, you know, roll my DM experience out and uh, make a tier, uh, a, a healer for every tier, right? Um, and just play that. Just play that. Oh, we're playing fourth tier? Well, that's my cleric, you know? Third tier? Oh, that's my, my uh, divine sorcerer, right? First tier? Oh, that's my bard. Let's go. So, um, yeah, things are going good. I'm a little excited today. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. It's a good day. Good day today. Anyway, let's see. What else is going on? Um, what am I planning on doing? Uh, Matt Coville just did a map making or a, a town building uh, session that went really well. Um, went over really well with me. I, uh, I actually just built a town last week. Um, using uh, the D30 uh, sandbox generator. Um, I was starting to fill in some hexes, right? And uh, I, I like what he did, kind of.
but there is uh, oops, there's a phone call coming in, so I will continue this in a moment. So, anyways, as I was saying, I just made a town using um, the D30 sandbox. And uh, like I said, I was filling in hexes. So I, I really like some of the stuff he did. Um, his, yeah, I, I think that his hexes didn't have enough stuff in them, right? Um, there was like uh, rolls that would get you nothing in the hex. And I want like one to three things in a hex. Uh, of course, I'm looking at six mile hexes and I think that the tables were boiled down so they were on a one mile hex, right? So on a one mile hex map, I can see, I guess, you know, spreading that a little thinner, right? So on a one mile hex map, you'd want, you'd have a hex region, right? A six mile hex region, you'd have three things in there. Um, so on a one mile hex region, you would have, all right, so, <laughs> All right, so you got a six mile hex, you got three things in there. On your sub hex, which is full of one mile hexes, you would have only three things on that sub full region sub head map, sub hex map. That makes no sense, it doesn't matter. Um, so if I were doing things that way, maybe. Um, the Midgard map uh, is really weird on the web. Um, it's a really cool map. It's a very interactive. It's very awesome. There are some really weird things to it, though. Um, like, you can add points of interest, but the points of interest are already on there. So you can say, show me all the temples, and it'll put pins on the temples. But the, the temples already have icons. And actually, I don't know if they have temples on there. Maybe ruins. I know there are definitely ruins on there. So you can click and it'll show the pins on all the runes, but there's already an icon on the map for the runes, right? So it's just kind of weird. Anyway, so on that map, they are um, 90 mile hexes and they measure it vertex to vertex, which is a very strange way to measure a hex map. Um, I guess I would understand if if your hexes were vertically aligned, right? If they, if the points were at the top, um, but the flats are at the top. So I tend to go flat to flat. Um, anyway, they have a measurement tool in there that's amazing, right? You can just click on a spot and drag it to the other one. So I clicked on one edge, dragged it to the other edge, 90 mile hex, all right. So it's taken me forever. It took me like almost two weeks to figure out a solution to this because I like six mile hexes, right? I like, I, I like six, I like six across subhexes, right? So inside a six mile subhex is from top to bottom, there are six hexes. Those are one mile hexes, right? I like six because it's based around the movement. So you can say, uh, right, so D&D &D movement, uh, 30 fast traveling, uh, 24 regular traveling, 18 slow traveling. Those are all divisible by six. So you can look at a uh, hex map with six mile hexes on it and go, I can go here, here, then here. Um, and uh, that, to make that bigger, you would, you know, it would be a 36 mile hex map. And then from 36, it would be whatever that is times six. I don't even know what it is. 190, no, 100, no, I don't even know. 216 maybe. Anyway, so they have 90 mile hexes, which didn't divide in my head, right? I'm, I'm taking sixes and fives and trying to trying to fit these things into my head. And then I remember, hey, wait, I saw this hex map during one of my web searches 
where the subhexes, there was like a bazillion subhexes in there. So I looked it up and sure enough, there's 15 subhexes in there. But the picture was just blurry as all get out. And the guy was designing something for sale. So I didn't want to just rip the page off of his webpage. So I asked on Reddit and nobody answered. Well, one guy answered and he was like, yeah, well, it's a, I don't think that exists. Um, you may have to do it yourself. And I was like, yeah, that's what I was thinking I'd do myself. So the next day I did it myself. Now I have a 15 subhex map for myself. It is a, a wonderful thing. It, um, I overlaid it. Um, I have not done anything with it yet because I'm not ready to, uh, but I have a bunch of six mile hexes to play with. I have um, so many six mile hexes. It's a, a beautiful thing. Um, and I think I'll leave with that. Um, six mile hexes galore. All right, have a good week. Um, I'm gonna be commuting a lot, a lot next week, so there might be a lot of podcasts. Thanks. Talk to you later.